stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Look, unfortunately, I mean, it's been another rough year uh, for fires. So sometimes, and especially people not directly impacted by any of this, it's, it's tough to keep track of, of some of these. But I wanted to revisit one in particular from a year ago. In fact, it was a year ago last Tuesday, September 11th, 2017. Now, this was a grass fire in southeastern Alberta. But what was so concerning about this, that in, in the midst of a widespread fire ban, soldiers at CFB Subfield were detonating an unexploded ordinance on the base. Why? We still don't know. That's what sparked this grass fire. And it was huge and it was devastating. An estimated 36,500 hectares. Which I I believe is about half the size of, of Calgary. And it had quite an impact on farmers and ranchers in the area. A total of 160 cattle were killed in this fire. 90,000 acres burnt. Uh, the Schlott family, ranchers uh, near Blind Loss in Alberta, were hard hit. Uh, just under 100 cattle killed and a lot of land burned. Now, fine, fair enough. This fire shouldn't have happened. Hopefully, and I think that was the hope expressed at the time, that, that the military is going to make this right. Well, here we are a year later, and that really hasn't happened. So I felt it was important to update this story because if people were thinking that, you know, I haven't heard much about that, that must have got fixed. They must have made right with this, these people. Hasn't happened, unfortunately. Joining us on the line is uh, Laurel Schlott, uh, rancher uh, down in southern Alberta near, uh, near Blind Loss. Laurel, thanks for making some time for us here today. Yeah, hi, Rob. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, so uh, last Tuesday marked the one-year anniversary, kind of a, a grim anniversary for, for you and your husband. Um, Give us a bit more information as to to where things stand now, one year later. Well, after a year, it's been anything but smooth sailing. In fact, it's been a a pretty rough year, Rob. Uh, We're really frustrated. Um, Initially, when they took full, um, you know, they said that they caused the fire and we're going to get compensation quickly, and it sure hasn't happened. It, It hasn't happened at all. There's no full compensation. Which there needed to be. So the, this, the military admitted, right, that this was their fault. Yes. Which meant that it was on them to, to try to make this right. So let's, let's go back and revisit. And I touched a bit of, uh, on it at, at the outset that this had a, a, a tremendous impact on, on your property, you and your husband, just, just even at a personal and emotional level having to deal with all of this. But, but how much did, did you lose in the fire? Well, our family, Alan and I, we lost um, six quarters out of our um, two-section field, which is eight quarters. And um, of that section, two quarters left aren't really um, usable anymore. And it was uh, our cousin Ivan and Louise that lost the cattle. So we were fortunate we didn't lose cattle, but um, they suffered a great loss, and those cattle suffered terribly. Yeah, it, it was just, and, and I mean, I've seen some of the images, but you were there to see it firsthand. Just, you know, the, these cattle burned up and having to, to clean up all of that. It was just, it was unbelievable, right? Mm-hmm. Brutal, yeah. Um, so what, what's the process been like? That Who have you been dealing with and, and why is there still this, this uncertainty now a year afterward? Well, that's a, a really good question. It seems like the tactics that we're facing are delay, delay, delay. 
and then um, pass the buck to someone else. Um, at this point, um, what has occurred is um, last November, Alan and I submitted our claim to Edmonton as requested. And then uh, we were informed in January it was being sent to Ottawa. and Someone else took it over. And then they, they lost a lot of our information, so they asked us to resubmit, and we had to dig around in our files and resubmit. And then this spring, um, a claims adjuster was hired to come out and um, deal with us personally. And that's where we stand about now. So have you received anything at all? Well, we have received a small compensation, um, just sort of a drop in the bucket, at which we had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Um, and we were told that if we said one word about uh, how much was in there or anything about it, we'd have to pay it back. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, does it seem as though they're hoping, do you feel as though they're they're hoping that you're just going to give up or just abandon all of this or walk away from it all? Because I don't know, it just just doesn't come across as though this is being approached, you know, with, with good faith. Well, you're exactly, because the problems with the CFB Suffield have gone back a long time. Like we said before, we lived on pins and needles and this fire got away on them. I don't think there's ever been a fire of this magnitude in Canada from a base that's burnt out the neighbours. So maybe we're sort of an experiment, I'm not sure, but I think part of the problem is now this, um, at this point, this consultant, who is a worker for the federal government, has been hired, and it seems to be there's no incentive to move ahead and wrap it up, because the longer they can drag it on, the more money that is paid to that middle party. And I don't understand, you know, being a taxpayer in a a rancher, we, we're pretty efficient. We we watch our dollars carefully. Like, sure. how can this waste be when we, all they need to do is uh, we've hot fired, uh, filed uh, a claim that we think is uh, very fair. All they had to do is pay us out. Right, and that's all you were looking for was to be compensated. Um, I mean, did you ever consider the option of of filing a lawsuit? Do you think it would ever get to that point? Well, we have considered that, but as I researched different people, they warned me that different cases, um, there's been lawsuits filed and the lawyers play it back and forth up to six or seven years. Yeah. So, so we thought uh, being in good faith, and we're working as a community here, uh, we're trying to support everybody and we thought we could do it together, but I don't know, they're, they're um, really tough on us and it's been frustrating, it's been really hard on our health. And we can't keep our business going because... We're not like a, a big business that we can uh, sustain loss of monetary for a long time. We're small producers, and these dollars and cents, um, we need the capital to keep on going with our farm and ranches. Uh, what about uh, your, your MP, your MLA? Have, have you reached out to your political representatives? Have they been able to help at all? Well, um, good news is that uh, Kevin Sorensen, our MLA, or our MP, prob- mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, he's going to meet with us um, this week. And we're going to uh, talk to him, and he's going to uh, talk to Ottawa to fast-track claims. So hopefully that's going to um, happen and have some success with that. Yeah, let's hope so. It's gone on way way longer than it should have. Uh, Laura, stay in touch, and, and um, hopefully this, this can get resolved. But uh, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks for having me, Rob. All right, take care, Long. All the best. Okay. Uh, Laura Schlotz, uh, her and her husband, Alan, uh, directly impacted, significantly impacted uh, by this fire. On the one-year anniversary marked uh, last Tuesday. And they're still fighting just, just to get compensated. 
This isn't about trying to to win some kind of you know million dollar settlement against the military. Uh, but the military sparked a fire that shouldn't have happened in the first place. They've suffered dramatic losses. And look, the military admits it was their fault. So make it right with these people. Very simple. Just make it right with them. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.